Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. I'm Mike. You got Massey giving his beautiful face a show to you guys. If you're on uh, Spotify, you're on Apple Podcasts, you probably got to check the podcast out on YouTube just to see this beauty, this marvel, those chiclets. Anybody, anybody remember chiclets? Our older fans, they remember. What, what the heck what, is that? What? Do not forget to go to theselfevidenttruth.com. Check out the new blog yeah, side, dude, awesome. site, blog section, page, whatever you want to call it. Check Love that it. out. Leave comments. Do yeah. that. Merch. Get your merch. Boom. Look, look at Massey's shit. Get, get yourself some merch. We got a lot Wait. of merch. Here. We got a lot of merch. But guys, first, a word from our president. Yeah. The we, president of the United States of America. We just we want to honor you with the words of the man leading this country. Uh, how much of the supply of vaccines for these small children uh, is there and, and how many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. Can't even get through we his words. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's you hear that? Another pandemic. A second pandemic. ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've it's been Trump's doing fairly well. It's Trump's That's fault. why we need the money. Trump didn't do it well. I just want to. He didn't <laughs> prepare for the second pandemic. <laughs> you know what's crazy is. I'm listening to this going, uh, you know, they're all sitting in the back going, no, Joe, no, no, Joe, no, no. I, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall with his handlers because guaranteed there's one of them just whapping his head against the wall as Biden talks. It's dunk, yeah, yeah. Dunk, <laughs> dunk. How much longer, oh, guys? Golly. Let's go. I went to school for six years for this. <laughs> but oh. I, I think what's, 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 what's not a joke is they're talking about a second pandemic right after the first one you know it's Isn't like it funny? it's crazy because like they're you know then you'll get the apologists out there that'll say for him there's always a pandemic it's like yeah maybe once every 10 years and it, we don't have to shut down a nation for it and and let me ask you this a president who i don't mean this as an insult but who is competent <laughs> and with it a president who's on top of his game let's just say that biden's just not on top of his game is that is that no generous that's a very generous (laughs) statement i love that that is a zero percent success rate by the way i don't mean this as an insult all crap it's It's an insult (laughs) but but you get a guy like trump you think trump's gonna be well we need more money for the next pandemic no he's going no we're moving forward we're getting past this we're going on you know we're we're confident and any good leader does that yeah No, no matter what crisis no matter what we're gonna avert that by faith by the spirit of god whatever you know we're going to walk through this thing. And so already they're talking about a second, which means more government authority. This is what they want. And we got to stand against it, folks. That's why we educate. So, yeah. And that's, that's it's it, we just wanted to point this out to you guys. Yeah, was, this is being said. It is being said. And you know what? They're doing it on other fronts, too. Uh, gun laws, red yeah. flag laws, all yeah. these other things. Right. And we saw like here what we're going to talk about real fast before we get into the to the to the meat and potatoes of this is Rand Paul is actually now shooting for amendments that block red flag laws or that block all these things that are uh, hindrance against the second amendment right and and the reason we wanted to even talk about this was a at least Rand paul noticed nobody else seemed to notice yeah dude it's you like know? this dude just standing and standing yeah. and standing man and and so we got to give credit where credit is due because at least he stands at least he's trying trying to stop the wave so to speak which you may have noticed plenty of republicans have come out in total bipartisan support of this bill that 
because Republicans, the, the establishment Republicans, which we as conservatives, we all kind of have our like, Ugh. well, this is exactly why they never win. They they lose they by, never, they by never take lesser ground. degrees. They, they never, never take, take ground. ground. They never. just lose less not ground. The, not, the, not the establishment Republicans. Yeah, they never what, win. What you got, Elijah? So Governor Kathy um, Halchel, I think that's Hochul? how you say Hochul? Yeah. Hochul? Uh, however you say her name. All right, buddy. She tweeted out. <laughs> right, right, it's, right. It's Hochul. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guys, <laughs> that was brain for me, man. Lord, I'm, forgive I'm, us. I'm, Gosh, Lord, I should have done that. I should have done that. You know why we don't we don't like to make fun is because it's so easy to and everybody does it. So forgive me. I should not have done that. This is a hard one. Sorry. (laughs) That was my bad. My bad. Easy. So she tweeted out uh, yesterday or the day day before. It's outrageous that at a moment of national reckoning on gun violence, the Supreme Court has recklessly struck down a recklessly a New York law. That limits those who carry who can carry concealed weapons. And James Woods actually shot back at her and basically said, "Yeah, this is coming from somebody who has eight armed guards. You, <laughs> nope. Yeah, they're concealed too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in an armored car. <laughs> it's fu- it's also funny how like." Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's funny how Trump breathes and people are yelling for his impeachment. Yeah, but Biden He's letting can up bring gas, gas up to nine dollars a gallon. Yeah. And nobody even bats. Just him follow out. him. That's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. gotta do. Because it's is Russia. Is Russia is Putin. Is Putin. You guys can't, can't get with it. It's it's Putin. You gotta get it's with it because of Trump. And if we don't we if we don't press 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 law, we're gonna die. <laughs> Folks are gonna die. You know what you're reminding me of? That like TikTok or whatever? Because kids aren't getting presents from the North Pole. Yeah, they're just, we need $750 million. We need $9 trillion for the budget. Oh my gosh. For kids. There there eventually comes a point where it's like, okay, Lord. No, we are. This whole podcast (laughs) is just crashing and burning right now. But it's it's like eventually you got to see through the eyes of the Lord and say, you know what? This is actually. God showing us how wicked we've allowed right. our political system to be. Right. right. But secondly, if we see this the right way, the opportunity to change this political system to the things of God. Now, I know there's nefarious people running things in the background, like, and people go, like, oh, that's conspiracy theory. Okay, cool. You can't do this without some kind of plan. There's a plan going on to try to destroy America. It's always right. been there since the beginning. Right. So, and I've always said this, we've always said this as a ministry. If America falls, which it right, it could, you know what I mean? Because it's not it's not about America, it's not about a land, it's about the idea of liberty, right? So liberty exists in the heart of man. I don't put my trust in America, I put my trust in what God gave me, which is my rights, right? My authority, right? His authority through me, all those other things. Like God has given me autonomy, He's given us all sovereignty. So just because a man says, Well, this is what the law says, I don't care what your law says. If it's against the the, the autonomy of God that He gave me and against the rights that He gave me. It's not law and it confers no rights. It imposes no duties, our founder said. So I don't care what you say. This is why we need to be educated and stand against it. The problem is people want to get educated, but when it comes to standing, they get afraid and we can't be afraid. And, you know, this may this may come off to some as saying, oh, my gosh, he's just doing this to for political gain or this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And, and you know what? We're all going to die. It's like, OK, cool. You, then you will. Then go die. Then you will. No, I mean, seriously, what you believe is what it, what will become. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, folks. I'm not believing we're going to die. I believe I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. Yeah. And that may take a lot of 
bad things to happen because we're seeing bad things happening now. Uh, I do believe that the righteous will stand, that the, we have not seen the righteous begging for bread. I believe God is on the behalf of the righteous, but we will see some things that are not pretty. And I'm talking about we're going to go through some tough times, guys. It is what it is. But if we're with the righteous, God will protect us. And he's always he's always protected his remnant. And that's where the strength <clears throat> comes from. The, the, the strength comes in the faith and conviction of, of <coughs> your hope, right? You, you put your hope in the Lord, yeah. not in the country. And that's something that we as conservatives, as constitutionalists, as, as Christians, we've got to get past this idea that America is the end goal. America is not the end goal. America is the blessing. And if we that was see, the end. Yeah. Yeah. If we see the blessing over the Lord. Ooh, come on. Then we're in trouble. Then we are in right? trouble. And so if we put America ahead of the Lord, which the, the finger gets pointed at us in the wrong way from the other side, that you guys just worship America and you're just trying to fit God into it. That's not what's going on. We believe that America is a blessing given to us from the Lord. And so therefore we want to protect and uphold this blessing. The problem comes when we decide, well, blessing at all costs. And we start compromising on the Lord. That's good. We start dude. compromising on conviction, on that's principle, good. on character in order to save the blessing. Ooh, that's good. Let dude. the blessing leave. Keep with the Lord. Yeah. What if the blessing is turned into an idol? You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that's, that's that's exactly. I, and so what we, we got to be careful, right? Because when we when we talk, we don't talk about just America. We talk about its political structure. The political structure was was pretty divinely done. I'm not saying it's like the Bible. Okay. I'm not saying that the all the stuff was done with this crazy inspiration where nothing contradicts itself the founders constantly contradicted themselves i mean as yeah. far as each other i should say not themselves personally some did but a lot of them were at odds with each other because they they wanted to see what liberty was and, and how much should a government do how much shouldn't it do all these other things and when we talk we talk about the political system itself like the purpose that, that of the constitution was to rein in government it wasn't to rein in the american citizen the American citizen was supposed to be free and let the states do what they need to do. So let the counties and the cities and do those things, do what they want to do. And if they start stripping your rights and you shouldn't have to fight a federal government, mm -hmm. you should, you should be fighting locally. The federal government was supposed to be so small. We wouldn't even know what they're doing except for for, you know, treaties and things like right. that, but we shouldn't have to be fighting against a federal government and IRSs and the department no. of educations and uh, Supreme courts. Like our thing was our local government is controlled by us. That's the way it should have been. And the state government should be fighting against the federal government. What happens when they're in cahoots? There's no more interposition. There's no more someone fighting for us. Now we have to fight back, right? right. So we got to take back our cities. It's all step by step, guys. Take back our cities, take back our counties, then our counties and our state, our state, then to the federal. And it's it's a, it's an uphill battle, and, guys. But and, and tension between you and your government isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. And, but that tension should honestly be where the government says, that's not my power. I can't do that. And yes, it's always right. going to be contentious because in faith we have peace with one another. Right. But government is not faith. No. Government is an entity. And and that peace, the, the, that contentious peace is actually healthy because you keep each other sharp. The problem is when you become enemies and there's no longer contentious Faith, exactly right and what we've seen in the political divide is exactly that where it's no longer contentious faith like at least 70 years ago for the most part the political parties kind of had the same ideals the same beliefs that they were shooting for it was just a little bit different way in how they were going to do it now completely different beliefs and standards because the progressive left have truly taken the position that western civilization america is inherently evil and must be removed which is complete opposite of the right and the conservatives who believe no this is good this is powerful this is strong we need to retain it we just need to reform it a little bit and that that i love that once you hit that point that total tribalism 100 you know? so let's 
you were talking about local changing things, influencing things on the local level. We want to talk about California a little bit because we were just there and we, we saw it firsthand. Now, little disclaimer to all of our California friends. This is not to just take the baseball bat to you. And this is not to just point the finger from Florida and say, Hey, look how awful California is. Somebody had brought up the idea of use California as an example of a warning. And so what we're going to go through is just some of the stuff that has happened and is going on in California. So you get an idea of where governance goes wrong. And then we're going to give you ideas of how to be able to take care of it. Make sense. I love it. We good. Let's roll. So, I'm yeah, gonna... by the way, this was from a Californian. Yes. So don't get mad at us. Yeah. Get mad at that Californian, which yeah. will not disclose their names. No. Uh, for fear of you retaliating against yeah. them. Their, their name was Nancy Pelosi. You can go ahead and get a hold of her. <laughs> send yeah, complaints yeah. to Nancy Pelosi. I think Biden thinks he's from California. Yeah, it's next to California. I'm from Delaware. Right next to California. This is bad. We're I'm, all, I, I, we're I'm all over the place right now, man. Oh, 50 Hail Marys. Oh, Lord, Lord, please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So, I don't, I don't know what's going on, guys. It's just a weird I, morning. I think you hit a point where you see incompetence and, and lies being shoved down your throat so much that it's like, I can't help but mock what you think I'm buying. You know what I mean? Like, Truth. You I think agree. I'm stupid to where I think this is legitimate. So all I can do is mock this in order to show you I know how full of crap you are. It's, yes. It's and almost. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. Ahead. It's almost like looking at the McDonald's menu and knowing that you're not going to get what's up there. <laughs> yes. Yes. McDonald's sells you that advertisement of that beautiful burger. Like, this is what you're going to get. And we all stand in line going, no, nah, I'm going to get something thrown together by a 15-year-old. <laughs> Rap throw you know you know what that 15 year old's thinking i'm only getting paid 10 bucks an hour whatever why why do i bother although that 15 year old is fighting for 15 dollars an hour so you know that'll get him a living wage yeah after all that i'm sorry i'm eating i'm drinking coffee here but he got me me right on camera just (laughs) reaching for my coffee right now what are you doing man what's wrong with you Oh, now you're on 24 7 this whole thing's off the rails yes fellas. it is here we go so but i'm if, gonna blast through some of these stats because i got like a page and a half of this junk well we gotta go through it quickly yes we do guys before we continue <laughs> we gotta go through this quickly by the way by the way guys we want to we want to extend a heartfelt happy birthday to yeah our, so in california Ka- in the our co-host here michael sonneveld everybody everybody before we continue that I got him a present. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I already had one. I already had one. Can we see this? I went and purchased this beautiful donut. No, 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 no. Leave it, leave it, leave it, because I don't want you to get out of focus. You, you know what? I mean? Everybody, one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Miguel Sanibel, the best CEO in the world who did all of our courses. He's really smart, speaks all over the country. He's an author. If you want to speak at your event, he can do it. Just contact us. Happy birthday to you. I was beautifully awful guys thank you so much <laughs> that was the beautiful letdown right there. <laughs> no, that was, thank you very much yeah he's only he's only 52 so yeah guys, guys, we wish him well i i'm 52 and i look 65 that's right that's right what are you 36 
Yeah. Woo! 36, 36. You nailed it. Come on, baby. All right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, in I other news, that. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in California, um, I'm going to skip through that and I'm going to go right to this. So, the state back in the 60s built a beautiful, awesome, wonderful water system. Do you know it remains the same as it was in the 1960s? The roads are in horrible shape and reported to get worse. 678 dams are considered to be high hazard potential. Some estimates claim that the state's unfunded infrastructure needs are possibly as high as $765 billion. And when we were there, we noticed like construction roads were awful. They were terrible, dude. It, it was awful. The, 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 the amount of garbage on the roads, the, 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 it's just disgusting. Schools have an estimated capital expenditure gap of $3.2 billion. State owes a lot of money. In 2017, the total owed by state and local governments is said to be around $2.3 trillion. Hoover Institute, Institute estimates there's over $1 trillion in pension liability alone, which we have seen in the past years, the pensions of especially public employees, outrageous. 120% of their salary, all based on a promise of future stock market earnings. So, of course, when you see the stock market doing what it is today, all of a sudden your pension O gets much, much bigger, Right. And so this number was about six seventy-six thousand dollars per household. Their taxes, legal system, and climate law makes some of it system make it one of the most regulated places in the country and most likely the world. They're among the highest tax states in the nation. So their top income tax rate is thirteen point three percent. Oregon is next with nine point nine percent. Oregon doesn't have a sales tax, while Cal California has the tenth highest sales tax. Not only that. But it only takes $52,000 to qualify for a rate of 9.3%. How do people live there? I dude? don't know. And how are they surviving? I don't know. That's what gets me. Less than 150,000 people pay half of all income tax out of 39 million people. Soak the rich. I think you're soaking the rich. Severely. And they're not, they're not soaking enough, apparently. No, they need more money. California has the highest debt-to-income ratio. They rank dead last in quality of life. They are run for the really rich, really poor, and public employees. <laughs> Illegals are provided for and welcomed into the state. Forest fires, droughts, and pollution plague the state. Lack of controlled burning due to environmentalists complaining. Lack of logging, again, environmentalists, and lack of thinning have all contributed to the out-of-control wildfires that have become commonplace. Do not tell me it's climate change. The fact that the environmental regulations in the climate, climate change activism sector have shut down uh, controlled burning, shut down thinning, shut down forestry logging. What do you think is going to happen with forests that are full of dead trees, which are combustible? That's it starts <clears throat> fires, especially when you're in a land that suffers from severe should ask, droughts. Should ask President Joe Biden. It's because of the trees. They, trees. they don't get enough air. <laughs> when they don't get enough air, they start to burn. And we... Needed $750 million from the federal government. And burning trees is good. Wait, burning trees is bad. What am I supposed to Wait, what to are they burning? We used to burn things when I was 18. Core pop and I. <laughs> <laughs> this is going bad uh, to worse, man. So the drought conditions could Golly. be considered out of their control, but of course the water that is available get gets taken from the farming community. So this has happened around the major cities, especially Los Angeles. They have outvoted the farming communities to take their water. That's good. Take water from your crops because that'll turn out well. Major cities like San Francisco, 
have instituted extremely burdensome housing regulations. I saw one city when I was doing this re research, they had a housing development that has been in the permit hell process for over 50 years. 50 years of trying to get a permit to build a housing development. And then you set in rent control, which every economist worth their salt, even liberal progressive economists say rent control is the worst idea ever. Stupid. Uh, anyways, let's go on to other uh, stupid stuff. Um, officials impose road diets, which eliminate traffic lanes and focus on bicycle paths because, you know, you want to ride your bike from San Francisco to L.A. That's a smart <laughs> move. We all know about the homelessness problem throughout. The poop problems in San Francisco, the theft problems due to stealing up to $950 worth of merch as a misdemeanor, which it's so funny. I saw an article that said, well, $950, they're not, they're not getting away with it. That's not what the law said. It just turned it from a felony to a misdemeanor. Well, let's explore this whole idea of actually convicting on misdemeanors. These progressive DAs don't actually charge anybody. San Fran's DA, who actually just got recalled, secured only three. Yes, you heard me right. Three drug dealing convictions in 2021. How many thefts under $950 do you think that guy is going to convict people on? Wow. If he's not even doing drug dealing offenses. Thankfully, Chase Abudin got recalled, but not before San Fran continued its spiral into apocalyptic nightmare hell. Unfortunately, the police aren't any better. They're incompetent and scandal-ridden. They clear less than 9% of their cases, which I'm sure at that point when you know you have a DA <clears throat> who's not going to do anything, why bother arresting people? I think that's it. You know, so, so some of the police force may be incompetent, but I think some just feel like their hands are tied behind their yep. back with all the red tape. And if you look at someone the wrong way, it's racism. If you, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want to be a cop in this atmosphere. In this era anymore? No. Gosh, no. You know, that's why when kids ask me about the military, it's like, Gosh, you know, you want that? You know, you're going to get harpooned in the arm every 20 days. It seems like they're going to give you some new vaccine yeah. or something like that. And then, you, you know, I think the other thing, too, is going to war, fighting these things without any objective. Yeah. What are we doing? You know, so that's one thing that caught me about the whole military thing. And I know this is a little bit off track, but I part of me always wished I would have gone into the military. And the other part of me is glad because I don't want to fight wars for who's in charge right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we would do it for love of country. And, and, and I always yeah. said that too. Thank God. You know, I wish I would have, my brother was in the military for 13 years. We honor, respect him. Yeah. You know, I love absolutely. him. Absolutely. It's not that it's just your leadership for how long now? Yeah. Well over 20 years, 30 years has just been incompetent when it comes to, to fighting like wars, constant wars. Yeah. Constant wars. And we don't have objectives for them. And, and I, you know, a lot of veterans have told us that and, it's it, the same thing with the police force. You know, it's like you, you're getting hampered and hampered and hampered. And then they cry out, where were the cops? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what's going on in Texas right now with that school shooting? Yeah. Cops were told to stand down. They actually have little literal video evidence of the cops being in the building told to stand down. They had ballistic shields. They had body armor. They had the the fully automatic weapons. They, they had everything they needed. And now it's coming out that the doors weren't even locked. And they were told to stand down. And, and I think what's most frustrating is every single one of them did. None of them challenged it. None, yeah, none of them disregarded the order and said, I'll deal with the consequences. There's lives at stake. That is tough. And then now, what is it? The, the, school, the school's police superintendent now has been, I think, put on leave right now. Oh, really? because Yeah, so there's, there's some, some things. But it's like you got to wonder, oh, my gosh, it was the gun. No, it was these incompetent people who are running these governments. Yeah. And it, and I, I have my theory and opinion on these things as far as like, I believe a lot of this is 
let's just see what'll happen. Let's yeah. just let's just get some press out of this. And yeah, that sounds evil. But if you don't think evil exists, you're not paying attention. There's demonic crap out there and it's happening. Just like Biden saying there's going to be a second pandemic, just like the first pandemic, shutting down an entire globe. Right. And now we're feeling the repercussions and consequences, just like they're telling us 3000 cattle die because of heat wave. But yet it didn't happen in Arizona, which was 10 to 20 degrees, so much hotter. Yeah. Right. And so all of a sudden we've never seen this before. Right. But we're just going to believe it magically because of this. Now we have called something called sudden adult death syndrome. I've, which, I've been hearing about right, that. Right, sudden which, adult death syndrome, <clears throat> right? Because they just fall dead. <clears throat> People just... Heart, heart complications? Heart maybe? complications. I don't understand. Yeah, they're never going to trace it back to the vaccines, which we said for a long time, way before anybody was putting it out there. I'm telling you, you're going to watch people drop yep. dead. You're going to watch gonna it. It's going to happen. And dude, and this is what happens where government, if you don't believe government is evil, and it can be evil, I should say, not that government is evil because All government God, is evil. Right, right. Government just, is government is created by God. But right. when evil, nefarious men get in that government, guess what happens? Right. So that's what we're seeing right now. And to go along with that demonic sense, this is what happens with the demonic. <laughs> the demonic causes a wicked action and then stirs you up against each other and and pushes its solution. Right. So we we look at this whole thing. The if we wanted to say there was a demonic agenda on this whole school shooting thing, kill a bunch of kids, demon wins. Then Ooh. turn around and and start the solution to the process is to disarm the populace, removing any line of defense between the people and the government, which <laughs> then gives the government more power, more authority, more, yeah. more oppressive truth potential. Truth. Right. How is that not a demonic process? Totally. In, in demonic processes, it'll say this, whereas scriptures say we must be in unity with one another in the body. Right. Love right. one another as you love yourself. One of the things that we got to get across with Christianity is it's not it's not that they're, I'm divided against the people. They're divided against the Lord. Right. Now, I'm out of that picture. They hate him. They don't hate me. They hate him. Right. And yeah. If they're wicked. Right. So my job is to reconcile them to God. So that's why I spend time with the sinner, the, pub, the public and whatever the, the tax collector, the way Jesus did. Right. That's our job. We're not supposed to be separate from them. We're supposed to be separate from the world and the influence right. of the world, but not the people. We're supposed to preach the gospel. The flip side of this is when something like this happens, they use division to try to create unity. So we must divide each other first. And then if you don't align with either one, you're not in unity. Right. That is not scriptural. That is not. Thank it's you. demonic. Yep. It's heavily demonic. And, you know, you want to know how you're in the flesh when you fall into that. Well, we're all divided until you come and accept what I say. Then we're united in Christianity. I'm still your brother. I'm, st mm -hmm. I'm still I'm still a, we're still a race. We're still a creation. I'm not going to hate you. Right? right. I'm not foolish. Right. But you're divided against God, not me. And, and we <clears throat> war against uh, principalities. Yeah, not we, flesh and blood. Not flesh and blood. Come on, dude. And, and that is so Praise significant. God. Good, good scripture. Thank you. So significant to remember because every time you start to point the finger at a single person or a, a group, remember, you're warring against principalities, spiritual places. You're not warring against the flesh because the flesh, especially somebody who is not saved, is, is the potential puppet of the spiritual realm. You know, I, I, I think you got two more, two, three, two or three more points on the last page. I really want you to hit before we end this. So going back to California, it's right here. Yeah. California is a prime example. Go, go ahead. No, go for it. It says California is a prime example of what an amazing economy and authoritarian government officials can do when they mix. When you have literally Silicon Valley, you have these huge industries, Hollywood. Yep. Right. And they become perverted and corrupt. Right. And then you have government officials coming in saying we know better for you than you. And all of you guys who want to live in the lap of luxury, we'll just take care of it for you if you give us money. This is exactly what's happening. This is why California's turned into what it's turned into, right? Because yeah. we got lazy. Right? I should say they, 
in a lot of ways in those states. And most of our states have too, right? We got lazy. We just spend it on government. Yep. But over there, it's just like it took a turn for the worst. And then they keep taxing, right? Now businesses are leaving because of all the regulation, right? You're the ones destroying it. And then the fact that Newsom even suggested an exit tax was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I want to go to this whole idea of like one of the problems that California faces that is unique is their their wealth of resources and, and potential. So the beauty I wrote, the beauty of that is the voters are recognizing the mess that's been caused by regulation and all that. But think about this. Think about how California is set up. Okay. You have a, a state that has so much in terms of population, money, and resources. You've got a beautiful coastline that is both majestic and is great for trade from Asia to there to California. You have vast forests for logging. You have all kinds of climates. You, you've got environment. You've got natural resources. You have oil that you're not allowing yourself to tap. And, and you have a population the Silicon Valley, you have a, a high yep. intelligence population. The problem is these these liberal policies, these progressive policies, such as open borders, giving handouts to everybody, trying to raise taxes just to do more and more and more that the government shouldn't be involved. Bingo. In, destroys your opportunities and your potential. Good call, dude. You know? Come and, on. And then it's the double down effect. So the progressive will say, oh, this this is getting worse. They don't think it's their policy. They think, well, I just need to throw more money at the problem and that'll help. You know, and, and one of the examples of that is this whole homeless thing. Um, where did I put it? So in the homelessness, and I'll, I'll just I'll talk about it this way. I don't mean this as an insult, but progressives don't tend to think more than one step ahead. They see the immediate problem. Let's solve the immediate problem. So for homelessness, what the progressive loves is the idea of, well, let's build houses for the homeless people. Your heart, I, I'll consider your heart. I admire good. it. I admire that. You want to take care of the homeless. You want to give them a house. Here's the problem. You build the house, which of course comes in over budget, over time, because it's government contracts and all that. But you build the house, you put the homeless guy in there. Who's taking care of that house? Right. Who's repairing the roof? Who's checking for mold? Who's checking for termites? Who's who's handling it? Who's cleaning it How up? How do you know these homeless guys are taking care of it? They're not. And that's the problem, right? Is is the vast majority of time these homeless people have other issues that they haven't solved. It's that whole Jordan Peterson clean your room, make your bed idea. You put the homeless guy in the house, he's going to destroy it because he hasn't figured out how to handle his life properly. You got to train him how to handle his life before you give him a massive responsibility like a house. Yeah, you remember our friend Rick, right, who took a kid into his house, you know. And oh, my God. Just that whole, yeah. that whole like, he, he, just trying to do the right thing. Hey, give this kid a room, blah, blah, blah. Kid ended up destroying the room. Dude, literally, he couldn't take care of himself. He couldn't. Feces just on the bed, the whole could not weird stuff. And he was like, eventually, okay, buddy, it's time for you to find a new place. I mean, Rick tried it. It was a nice place, nice room, nice everything, right? And it's like. If they don't know and they're not trained to take care of themselves, they're not they, going to take care of that thing no. that we give them. And so then we spend more and more money trying to upkeep it for them. It's, it's just like, why is you as a parent, why would you want to continue to take care of your 40-year-old? Now, the, the progressive will say, well, then what do we do then? There's a big homeless problem, right? Yes, there yes, is. Yes, there is. So this is why it's civic groups. This is why it's Kiwanis programs. This is why it's nonprofit organizations that need to get together and say, hey, how do we help the homeless crisis? We build these homes, right? In the name of, you know, Habitat for Humanity, whatever. 
but then we put people there to help them. Yeah. And, and unfortunately you see government try to control the civic groups and the nonprofits Ooh. and the Christian groups from being able to do their job the way they see fit. Uh, you, you can't proselytize. You can't get yeah, the I find gospel. it funny. I find it funny if a nonprofit overspent uh, and went over time, right. And went over budget, the government will come against them because yeah, because you didn't spend, yeah. you, you, you spent the money unwisely. You weren't doing this right, but yet government's never checked when they do it. No, of course right. Not. So this is why we complain because, and this is why we stand against it. This is why we continue to do what we do is because when government does it, somehow it's okay. When we do it, it's not okay. That's called tyranny folks. Mm -hmm. When government can do it and you can't, and somehow, some way, these these politicians think that they're angels, like they have holiness or something above what the American people have themselves. It's that expert syndrome. We've really hit the expert yeah. syndrome phase where it, unless you're a quote unquote expert, you can't. I am the science. You know, like that's that's so <laughs> that climactic. <was> spot on. <laughs> that's so climactic of this whole situation. It's so indicative of it. Of if well, if they're not in a position of power or they're not considered an expert, they can't know. You can't have an opinion. You know, and this goes this goes for every state too. Sabatini, when he was on the uh, when he was on the the conference in January, we had him on the podcast and stuff. He flat out said, "Do you think Florida is like this bastion of liberty?" There's really only three or four guys, including right. DeSantis, who are like standing against the tyranny that's going on in Florida. And it's really local governments that yeah. are standing. It's 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 not like Florida has it all together that we have a bunch of non rhinos. Dude, they're rhinos everywhere. And he stands against them constantly. He actually calls them out because these guys are rhinos and they're not standing for conservative values. So don't think because we see Florida as a national spotlight that all of a sudden we got this like whole bastion of freedom. No, it took a strong yep. governor. And a few senators to say, stop, like we need to stop this. Right. And as a warning, California was a Republican stronghold until like 1992. Now look at it. So if we don't think that Florida or, or Texas could swing into this mess, man, our eyes are closed. And this is where that call of action, that that sense of hope comes from is you you have the power to turn it around. You do. What needs to happen is you got to stop voting for the Mitch McConnells of the world. Stop voting for these people that are just Republican shills that are, are just in it for the money. You have to start seeking out the guys like Sabatini, like DeSantis, like Rand Paul. I don't care if you don't like Rand Paul because he has a couple of libertarian views. Tell me he doesn't stand on conviction a lot more than your boy Mitch McConnell. Nobody likes McConnell. How the heck does he keep getting in there? Right. And so that's I know that doesn't sound encouraging, but the. I have to be passionate about but it because we have to change our mindset on who we're voting for. 100%. Stop just voting down ticket. You got to seek out, find those people. And guess what? When you get in the stream of the true conservative constitutional lane, you start to hear about the people who are actually going to stand, yep. right? The, the fact that we're in this whole pond and we're swimming in this pond, we hear about those people who are who got integrity, those people who are going to stand right. People like Jenna Haig. You're like Amy Pritchett. We're excited. And we'll have Amy on here soon as well uh, to do a live with us because uh, we want you to meet your candidates. We had Jen yep. Russell, Jennifer Russell on here. She was amazing. amazing. Just had Sam Sorbrach. Again, I'm so excited. We need to have uh, uh, a couple of other senator potential senators yeah. that are running to, to come on as well uh, because we want you to know your candidates. We want you to know these are the people we back. We're standing yeah. with them. We, we, we want you to, to, to see what they vote for. Now, we're not going to. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't agree with every Republican who I think is a conservative, right? Some people are really, really, really 
uh, idolatrous, I think, in a lot of ways. But like as far as like what they what they believe. But that's I have to like see past all that and say, okay, what how can I be an influence in their lives? Number one. Number two, what's going to be the best for the nation? Right. I look at the founders and how different they were. Right. Not all of them agreed on everything, but they they work together. So it's like right now I got to kind of put some things. And I had some really good friends talk to me about this. Like you gotta quit being so rigid, you know. And and yes, I won't I won't compromise on many things, but there are certain things that say, okay, if that's gonna move the ball back to to, to work and serve back, okay, I gotta do that because yeah. they'll they'll staunchly defend that. I know yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we'll we'll go there, right? And so we, we gotta really keep our eye on the prize. We gotta ask the Lord what's going on and how we should be sharp. And so if you haven't subscribed. You finish it out. It's your yeah. birthday. It's your freaking birthday. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed, be sure he to hasn't do that. eaten his donut by for, the way. For my, I already had one. Eat one. I Eat it. It's... Eat it while you're talking. <laughs> you see now. this peer pressure in here? Eat it while you're talking because no. I want to hear you talk with your mouth full. <laughs> no. Seriously, do it. I, no, I hate the sound of me chewing and other people chewing. I'm one of those. There's like I don't know, thirty percent of us that like I want to punch people who chew. Uh you. So go on to newstuffbusinessfoods.com. <laughs> Find out more information about what we're doing. Why we're doing it? Why I need to watch the show? I just say it, Mike's birthday donut. <laughs> I can't wait for people in the comments to be. I hate hearing people eat. <laughs> Desubscribe. Uh, <laughs> so go out and subscribe as a birthday present to me. Go check out the blog. Please. Nice blog. Like that? Come like on, that? man. Because I write half of them. So <laughs> leave comments. Let us know what you think. I did one on Elon Musk that I thought was pretty interesting. I liked that one. Uh, I've got another one that's coming out about this whole James Revenge thing. I got to get that to Elijah today. So, Elijah, you will see that today. Other than that, pick out the merch. Check out the merch. Check out Spotify, Apple Tunes, Facey Space, the Twatters, and all the other stuff. <laughs> Be sure to check it out. Guys, we love you. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Love you guys. Ending shot. That was Burke Twatters. <laughs> Twatters.